ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Town Crier Podcast. My name is John Michaels. And I'm Nathan Holtz. And we're two men that love to cry and talk about things, all things considered. How are you we, doing today, com- sir? Oh, boy. It has been a, f- a, a god darn day. Why Man. Is Why is that? Tell me. So, I, I woke up this morning, uh, and I got an email from my medical care provider, and it says, you're available to get the COVID vaccine shot. And I immediately signed up. I have an appointment. Uh, in two weeks, I'm going to, ha- I'm going to be vaccinated and good, good, good. Well, I'm going to be part one of two vaccinations. Oh, you're doing but, the, uh, uh, the Moderna one is two parts. Is that it? Uh, I'm doing the Pfizer Pfizer, which is the one that's one shot. That's the Johnson and Johnson. That's the one I want. <laughs> I, I, I would rather have the two shot. Why is that? Um, the one shot's supposed to be only seventy five percent effective, where we're looking at ninety five percent with Pfizer and ninety seven with Moderna. Oh. but honestly, I'll take whatever I can get. I, I, I made, I started crying. I, I was in bed, and and I, I had signed up for the shot, and I just started crying. Like I had an appointment set. And and it was probably about twenty minutes later, and I just my whole body felt lighter, like I like you found Jesus, <laughs> kind of. I, I honestly, man, I just I all my worries, like I just it's one less thing I have to worry about, and it's such a big thing I have to worry about, right? I don't have to be tense when people aren't wearing a mask around me. Um, I don't have to like it's just. It's just so much. I, I'm crying right now. No, I'm I, glad you're happy. I'm very I, happy for you. I'm sorry. I I didn't realize I wanted it this much. Um, you know, until I think I've been like lying to myself about like everything's fine. It's gonna be okay. And like, you know, I'll I'll keep telling people like this is the awesome, This is the best. I'm spending time with my family and stuff like that. And it's just yes, all those things are true, but. God, I'm, I didn't realize how scared I was. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm really glad you got it. And did your parents already get it? My parents already got it. So we, we, we got to see them the other day. But yeah. Oh, that's great. You know, I can't believe South Dakota's got it so effective that you can get it already. Florida here, it's like, I like the way they're doing it. They're making sure that everybody that needs it the most gets it first. But I don't think I can even get mine. Last I talked to someone, I think we're allowed to get ours in May or April or something. Sure. So I still got to wait a bit, but uh, I'm so happy for you. I'm I'm really happy that South Dakota got it down that effective that they could already vaccinate us young. We don't have a we don't have a lot of uh, we don't have a lot of people here. Last I heard, so. you guys were almost over a million for the whole state. That's actually quite an accomplishment. Yeah, but we're still not, you know, a lot of people. Well, like yeah. Uh, our whole state is like one of your cities. True. Jacksonville. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so it's a little bit easier to, you know, it's a little bit easier to to distribute when, uh, you know. But do you go to a, do you go to one of the major hospitals in Sioux Falls for that? Or are they doing it at Hy-Vee pharmacies? What are they um, doing? They're, they're doing it at Hy-Vee. They're doing it at, um, they're doing it at different places like, you know, Walgreens and stuff like that. 
I was getting pretty close to lying about it. Like I was, I was, because I don't know if you, if you heard this story, my brother called me. Did I tell the story? I know your brother's a doctor, but I, I don't. So my brother's, a, my brother's a doctor and he calls me one day at work and he goes, Nate, Hey, have you think, have you thought about getting your vaccine shot? And I was like, Oh no, I don't think I qualify. And he goes, I think you qualify. And there was a long pause. And I was like, <laughs> It's because it's because I'm fat, isn't it? And there was oh another long pause, and he goes, "Yeah, oh yeah." God. <laughs> what a brother so thing to do! <laughs> if you're over forty, if you're over forty BMI, you qualify right now in this this grouping. Um, and so I don't know if you know this, but I've been losing weight. Congratulations! I've lost, I've lost twelve pounds. Hey, that's fantastic! Yeah, it's super great. If uh, you don't get your COVID shot when you're fat, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really great. You know, if you're losing weight, it's good for your health. But because I lost that 12 pounds, I'm no longer qual. I never, I no longer qualified for the vaccine because I was 39.1 BMI instead of over 40. <laughs> well, hey, man, good things all around, I guess. Yeah. So, but they're moving on to the next section. So. Because I work retail, so we're down to the retail employees, the essential workers. That's what. I, that's why I thought I was going to get one sooner, but that's. I'm totally okay with the elderly getting it first. So, yeah. It, You're feeling sick right now. I am. I'm just not. I got a sore throat and just all sorts of nasty stuff. I had to miss work, and I'm really thankful for my job. Though they've been really, really good about it. So, sure. And it's nothing COVID related, thank God. Uh, but uh, it's just wipe kind of wipes you out type of sick you know where you just want to lay in bed all day did you get tested no okay <laughs> sorry i don't have a follow-up to that now no that's I okay i you did didn't get not. tested but you you got a cold but you didn't get tested well i i do that we have to do the fever or we have to test our tech we have to test our temperature daily i didn't okay. reach that threshold I was gotcha. worried more that it was strep throat, and thank God it wasn't that. So, um, But you did go see a doctor. Well, you know, not like a professional doctor. Did you go to a veterinarian? What are you I talking flew to about? the Philippines. No. <laughs> yeah. It was just acute care. So okay. it wasn't like uh, That's a anything. real doctor? Well, I guess. I don't know. I feel like it's the chiropractors a... of medical doctors. <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. They're people, they're the people that, you know, they're, they're real doctors. Well, it was a they're wonderful usually... nurse who told me I didn't have it, so. They're usually doctors that are divorced. <laughs> <laughs> you got to write that down. That's good. <laughs> write that one. Write down. Yeah, cute cares for the, you know, they're real doctors. They're just in a bad way. I have a wonderful uh, friend named Linda who I work with, and she uh, listens to the pod. And I just wanted to give a special shout out to her because she always tells me what she thinks of every episode. And it just means so much to me that she listens. So, Linda, I know you're yeah. listening to this in your car on the way to work. And we love you. Shout out, shout out to all of our listeners. We love the people reach out. Please keep reaching out. Tell us why you cry. Uh, yes, or not. please. If you, and if I you're think, not is it safe to say that that COVID is what made you cry? That COVID vaccine uh, getting the uh, on the list there. I, I feel like it's more complicated than that. Um, it's more of just there's a there's a sense of relief that I have not felt in ten months. It's been a rough um, one, hasn't it? Wow. Yeah, I mean, like when this all kind of started, I had a gig in Wisconsin. And my brother calls me, and my brother doesn't tell me what to do ever. 
he's never told me what to do. He can he makes suggestions. He he definitely he's definitely like a big brother, but he's never going to be like don't fucking do this. Uh-huh. And he's like and I told him I've got a gig in Wisconsin and then I've got one in Harrisburg. And he goes, "Don't go." This is serious, Nate. Like that was the first time I had actually taken this the pandemic seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. My brother's like, "Don't go." I did go. Well, I've been told but, several times, "Don't ever go to Harrisburg," but it wasn't because of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Sorry. We love you, Harrisburg. Soon to be part of yeah. Sioux Falls, and we swallow you up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was hard for I don't remember which one, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's I mean, this is that's when I started taking this thing seriously. That's kind of scary, though, the story. If a doctor tells you that, it's like, holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was, and he's worried about me. He's worried about his family. He's worried about the world, you know? How much faith has your brother lost in just society as a whole? Because I cannot, I cannot imagine doctors and nurses pounding their heads on the shelf about crap that they hear every day from people. I mean, it's just got to be insane. I think they train you for that. Well, no, but I mean, like, he's looking around and he's seeing his fellow citizens of this country. You know, equating mask wearing with politics and and uh and liberty and all this shit, and he's just like, "Hey, it's gonna save a life." You know, like what? I always wonder about those poor doctors and nurses that just God, they have no brain left. They bashed it in too hard on whatever they were hitting it against. You know, I cannot speak to the the plight of the doctor, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna. But here's what I can tell you: uh, they have had, they've always had those people. Right. Always. They've always had the people that are like, no, it's the mumps. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) you've always got know-it-alls and people that that think they know better than the person that did, uh, you know, a lot of years in college and then uh, practical job training and then have to be insured to do this. Right. So there's a lot of people that think they can do better than at their job than they can. So also it's a it's a practice not a perfect right yeah um medical practice is the is the joke so i i i i don't think he's lost more more faith i think he he just, just realized validated, yeah it validated how little faith he had in the first place <laughs> <laughs> well that's it's a good way guess. of saying it that's hilarious i don't want i don't want to validate i don't want to speak for any medical professional that i can't and my mother was a was a nurse for so many years. She was just sick, sickened by all all the stuff you know going on about masks and and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, it's been quite the year. I've had nurses tell me masks don't work. I've had, <laughs> I've had really, yeah, but I didn't believe them. Uh, most overwhelmingly, I had people that, that tell me they do work, of course, and I trust just basic-ass science. The thing that really frightened me and bothered me about 2020 to now is just how so many people made it a political thing. Yeah. Like, it just is not a political thing. It's just like a got it. And it used to be. I just remember such fond memories of the days where no matter what party you were, you vaccinated your kids and you appreciated the fact that we did all this shit. And it's just, it seems so quickly it dropped on a dime where it's like people that I really looked up to people that I at least thought, wow, that person knows what they're talking about. Just totally off the rails about this thing. And I'm so tired. I mean, I've been tired of it, but people's just saying it's, it's just the flu. It's the flu. No, you got to take kids out of school for the flu. And it's like, just 
can we please go back to normal, please? I cannot wait till I can get my vaccine either, but Well, I don't move know. back up here to Sioux Falls. You'd be right in the you'd be right in this crosshairs with that retail. Yeah, I miss so many things about Sioux Falls. I miss High V. I try to convince all these people we've talked about this on the pod before, I apologize, but I talked to so many people down here about Publix. You know, Publix is so great. Publix this, Publix that. These bitches ain't never been to a goddamn High V. I feel like you took the Be True to Your School <laughs> song by Beach Boys way too much to heart. Did I ever tell but you like, that my dad... But it also applies to, like, groceries and stuff. It's like, be true be to your true school, to your groceries. <laughs> Just like you would to your high chai. No, listen to God. Dude, you want to know something cool? My dad used to blast that song on the first day of school to wake us up every year yeah. on, the, on the very first day of school. That's a brilliant move. I might start doing that for Ellie because it's such a good song. It's so cool. My dad did a different song every year, but then the last few years he kind of stuck to the Be True to Your School. But I remember he used to play the one, don't know much about history. History. <laughs> don't know much. Don't know much about but, geometry. But there was a skip on the on the album, so the reason he switched to the Beach Boys is because I woke up to, don't know much about history. It's just but the best thing he did was on the last day of school without fail he would blast i mean blast to the point where the neighbors would like come outside school's out by alice cooper out for summer god what a great song school's out forever school's been blown to pieces all right, so I we know what made me cry today. What what made you cry today? Oh my gosh, mine's a little cheesy, and everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, he's talking about this again." But um, Dr- RuPaul's Drag Race season two, UK. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's the final episode. Is the final? So episode. does RuPaul? I got a question. I, I don't want to interrupt. Yeah. I just have to have, for context. Does RuPaul spend time in Europe for these? Um, here's the does thing. She, he, it, de- he... it depends on the country. He goes and does Drag Race UK. He's done Drag Race. Um, he's going to be doing Drag Race um, Australia, the next one that they're doing. But he has. He didn't do Holland because that one wasn't in. It was in Dutch. And he, the one that he didn't do that surprised me. He didn't do was Canada. Yeah, that's yeah. strange. But he definitely does all the American ones, and he does do the UK one. But that doesn't surprise me, because one of the co-hosts of the show, Michelle Visage, is like a huge Anglophile, like a big fan of uh, England. And uh-huh. she convinced him to go... She convinced him that that show needed to be in England. And, I mean, it's a freaking success. Okay, so BBC One and BBC Two are the main channels for the BBC. They used to have BBC yeah. Three. And then it became... And a, Four. Yeah. <laughs> but BBC Three became a digital platform because it wasn't attracting the kind of viewership they wanted. So they basically turned it into, like, a streaming service in a way. But Drag Race UK was so popular that it literally resurrected BBC Three on network television. So... That's so crazy. they brought it back for the second season. It was an amazing season, and the last episode was the other day, and it was just so cool because I don't even know why I'm starting to get emotional about this. But um, it so each week a different queen gets eliminated. It's kind of sad as you watch it every week because you love these queens, and they go and they go, and in the final episode they had the top four sing this song um, called "A Little Bit of Love," and at the end of the song, while the queens are like facing the judges and dancing, all the other queens that were eliminated from the show come out and start dancing with them. 
And it's like, it's just cheesy and camp, but I was just losing it because I just loved this season so much. I have seen like 20 plus seasons of Drag Race when you include the regular seasons, the all-star seasons, the foreign seasons. And I don't think there's ever been better television ever made than what Drag Race season two was. It was just so freaking phenomenal. And so I just cried because it was over and I was just like, you know what? I'm never going to see something like that again. I'm just not. And now I want to go over to England and I want to see all those queens perform in their own pubs and all these things, but I'll never be able to do that. So, but it was just so magical and it was like, it was a happy cry, you know, it was, I don't know. We've got, we've got like two, uh, listeners in Europe. So we need everybody who listens in Europe, according to our, our stats to, uh, (sighs) share the podcast so we can, we can, we could do our, uh, uh, Tom Cryer podcast tour, and then we'll just go see drag races. <laughs> well, I would love that. Drag shows. Oh, it was just such a I'll good go, season. I'll go to the drag races. You'll go to the drag shows. I might even actually go to a drag race. That'd be kind of fun. It's so uh, funny, yeah. too, because whenever I talk about drag race down here, there's an actual drag race museum in, <laughs> in Ocala, Florida. But it's for the drag racing, you know, like where you drive a car. Yeah, yeah. So whenever I mention yeah. it, people are like, oh, you ought to go see that museum they got there by Ocala. It's real nice. And it's like, I don't think we're thinking about the same type of drag race, sir. But What if they are? <laughs> what if it's... <laughs> what if Billy Bob's just like, gentlemen, start your engines and may the best queen win. <laughs> like, hey, here we go. <laughs> what if it's like a what if it's like a crossover? You know what I mean? Like like one half of the museum is drag racing and the the other one is drag race. You know? Look at it's Nate just, with the next they're billion just dollar bring, idea. They're just trying to bring those people together. You know, and here's the thing: if you walk in with a NASCAR hat, you only get the, the <laughs> drag race side, right? And if you walk in wearing sparkles, you only get the drag side. What if you, you have a I mean? rhinestone NASCAR hat? Then you get admission to both, <laughs> both parts of the museum. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. You get a dual pass. You know. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> Oh, my God, that's so funny. I can't say enough, though. Can I just toot the horn of my company real quick on this podcast? Yeah, that's fine. So, I, was just at, I was just at your company. That's why we were, we were late. I, am I allowed to mention the name or no? I, I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters either. So I work for Target, and I, have, I got hired March 19th, 2020. So yesterday was my one-year anniversary there. And... In that year, they have given us so many bonuses just because of COVID. Like, okay, you're frontline workers. We get it. Have this extra, you know, like 250. Have this extra 500 in your paycheck. They are just so freaking good at that. When when uh, the riots happened in Minneapolis and their store was affected by it, they were like the first people to come out and be like, you know what? This doesn't matter. What matters is justice. Like, they're just a really great company to work for. And then the other day when I was feeling sick, I left early. They let me leave early. And then the next day I planned on calling into work, which you have to do two hours prior. Well, I overslept because of how sick I was. And I basically only had enough time to get dressed and make it to work on time. So I get to work on time. And as soon as I get there, my boss notices that I don't look right. And he's like, what's wrong? And I was like, can I just talk to you? So I pulled him off to the side and I explained everything to him. The guy took me upstairs, made sure I had the PTO necessary. And he's like, just go home. And I just, I've never felt more loved. I know that loved is the wrong word because with any company, you're a number, but I've just never felt more cared for 
more um i'm just trying to think of any other job i've ever had where that would be the case and it just would not happen yeah i'm just so thankful for them i'm so thankful for them and sometimes my depression is fueled by the fact that i'm 33 and i had all these ideas in my head of what i wanted to do with my talents and i'm working retail at the age of 33 but you know what i really couldn't give a rat's ass because i'm so proud to work for that company yeah and i uh i hope i'm still there another year from now and because uh, i opened up before 01k so <laughs> but i also uh i also just really you know i'm just so thankful for them and and it's interesting hearing you talk earlier about your brother and everything with the pandemic and how happy you were when you got the shot because i really do start well, to feel like we're it. seeing well not not yet but you're on the list yeah, yeah i got i got the appointment but i i hate to say this when there's still confirmed cases happening but i really finally feel like we're just starting to see an end to this and i'm just so happy about that because it's just oh i'm getting emotional here but just we've seen so much ugliness this year you know just so yeah. much ugliness and so much hatred for people and i've contributed to it i'm not gonna lie I like, I've been a dick about trump supporters and i've been a dick to people that don't want to wear their masks and shit but it's just like it's it's just it's overwhelming to think about how far we've come and just how difficult it's been and how many people died and you know it's just yeah. i don't know i i'm just so happy that we're hopefully going to reach the end of this and i just really hope it happens before summer because i just want summer to be so freaking epic for everybody yeah i really do and uh i can't wait to be just spending out time i, I want to have a fight i want to have a barbecue you oh, know what i mean yes like, and just not feel guilty or shame or fear, you know. Yeah, I think I think that's that's just. We went to, um, last night. My wife and I and my daughter went to the, a restaurant for the first time in probably like five six months. Oh my god! Can we I went, ask which one? Yeah, it was uh, Garretson's Oh So Good from Omar um, Omar Thornton. He's uh, so it's in Garretson. I love it's, Garrison. Uh, it was a, uh, it was like a, it was it was on diners, drives, and dives recently. Was it really? Yeah. So it was, he did a South Dakota episode, and that was one of the episodes. I gotta watch I've that. Perfor- I've performed there a couple times, and I've always gotten part of the food. And so I was like, I'm gonna go get my whole meal there. And uh, a good friend, Dan Bublitz, was coming through town, and that's where he wanted to eat. He's a so. great man. Great man. I think he listens too. I, he usually talks to me about it. So, um, so we had a great time there, but I couldn't decide on what I wanted to eat. And this is the most amazing thing on the menu. You can just get the chef challenge where you can literally just say, Hey, chef, I'll give you $20. You give me a plate of food. <laughs> right. And that's what I did. Me and Dan both did that. And it was phenomenal i got like i they didn't even know but i only really wanted seafood and they just gave me a plate of seafood it was amazing oh my god i I love seafood pasta i got seafood pasta with like um like octopus and calamari and squid and shrimp and scallops (gasps) in it and then i got a big thick like gorgeous blackened salmon some brussels sprouts it was oh my god you got salmon fuck yeah, and I didn't even order it. I wanted to order it. You know what's crazy to think could... about? That plate that you just described is probably like a $40 plate. You got it for 20 bucks. 
Yeah, the, they just made what they wanted to make, and that's so cool. Oh. I love that because there was so much stuff on the menu. I just wanted them to make me something. You know what I mean? Did you see that episode and, what, of of Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives? No, I don't have TV. I don't have I don't have the TV. I wonder what uh, I really want to know what he thought about it. I mean, he's really complimentary to everybody, pretty much. But I really want to know what he thought about it. Omar's food is so good. It's so good, and I've known that. It's it's really really good, and it's there's an experience too. They had a guy, so my daughter. This is the first time she's been into a restaurant since like her birthday. Oh my god, which was in October. So like, so this is a new experience for her, almost you know completely new, and she loved it because there was a guitar player who was you know kind of talking to her and watching her. She would dance a while. Oh, there's there's music playing while you're there. Yeah, yeah, they have a they have a you know a country country poet, right? A cowboy poet. Oh, that's cool. Say. Yeah. Oh, give There's me land, of lots of land under starry skies above. <laughs> Makes me think of a Simpsons episode. <laughs> Don't fence me in. Oh my God! Did you no, have a good St. Patrick's Day? Uh, what? What does what, a red-haired what? person like you do on St. Patrick's Day? I imagine it's wild. I I didn't do anything. I think I worked. I had such a crappy. So people got their stimulus checks, and a lot of people decided that is the time to go to Guitar Center and buy all of the things. <laughs> I feel your and pain. So, <laughs> so I had like, I've I've had these last few days. I've had just crazy sales, which is great because I'm I'm paid just a little bit of commission. Yeah, and so that's good. But I've been so tired. Yeah, I've been so tired. Uh, after I get done with work. So it's like, I just can't, I just can't do anything. So, but the night after, uh, the night after St. Patty's day, I had some extra calories left. Uh, I've been calorie counting, so I try to watch that all. (laughs) I had some calories left. So I, uh, I, I decided to use the rest of my calories in the form of whiskey, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I had some. I had two gingers whiskey the night after St. Patrick's. Oh my gosh, day. how toasted did you get? Because you don't drink that often. I don't, and I had, I I just I just kind of filled up how many calories I had left in the cup, which turned out to be a lot. <laughs> and so, so I ate. I remember. I remember my wife and I were watching Speechless or uh, Superstore or The Great North or something like that on Hulu. Is Superstore and good? It's pretty good. Someone told me I should watch it. I sorry, it's, interrupt you it, there. There's a lot of if if you work retail, there's a lot of good retail jokes. Oh, I'll love it then. I've been trapped um, in that hell for quite a while, so. There's also like the woke character and everybody else is like oblivious. <laughs> you know. You and I probably so, both work with people like that, I'm sure. Yeah, we both are the and we're both those people. <laughs> we're both those people. <laughs> you know, like and that's God. the thing is like you kind of see every character in there uh that you work with in retail. So, it's kind of fun there. Yeah. Um you know, the 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 super nice manager and then the over, you know, powerful manager and then the, you know, person who's trying to be cool and the single mother and stuff like that. Oh yeah. So, um it's a good it's a good show. But yeah, we we were watching that, and we I just I just looked over to Catherine, and I hadn't moved in a while, 
And then I realized how drunk I was. <laughs> I just kind of fell over. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you don't drink often, it's crazy. When I remember one time I went like a couple years without, because I never was a drinker in high school. I wasn't yeah. pop. I was popular in certain ways, but not popular mostly. <laughs> like I never got invited to parties. I was an obnoxious person. But anyway, I never touched any alcohol. Was. Yeah, I know kidding. it was. I, I very much am still an obnoxious. That's not even, uh, I, I don't even think that's offensive. That's just very true. But anyway, um, also, I, I never drank, I, right? So when I, obnoxious. and then I, I drank when I turned 21 and I discovered liquors and blah, blah, blah. But then I went through like this period. I don't even know why, I, or I just didn't drink. And it was months, probably years. And I had one beer. I had one beer and it was a Coors Light. <laughs> And I was, yeah. woo- I was like tripping. It was so weird. I was just like, good God. Like, I, I just, I couldn't believe it. So I can't imagine what a whiskey, <laughs> what it did to you. I wish, I wish your wife would have filmed it. Catherine, get it was the camera. Like, <laughs> it was so, it was like, it was like three. So I, I measured it out. I was, I was allowed to drink not a full cup, but it was like three, three fourths a cup with ice. And so I just, just pounded it down in, in probably a half hour. And you had it with ginger beer? <laughs> no, just I just like straight whiskey. Oh wow! I mean, I like straight uh, whiskey if it's cinnamon whiskey, but if it's not, I yeah, can't no. do it. I like a good Irish whiskey. I've I, the thing is, I'm trying to get through the whiskey because I've got these bottles of bourbon that I want to try, that I want to open. But I I don't like having multiple bottles open. So you look so Irish, but I forget your last name was Holtz. <laughs> So it's like, yeah. I just really wish your last name was like O'Houlihan or something. Uh, Sitsima, you can, I can, I could pull the, you know, the Sitsima in my line. Sitsima, Sitsima, and uh, I think I don't know. There's Fleming. Yeah, man, it's just been a been a tough day. I've had a lot of a lot of fun today, but well, I kind of was a jerk to you today. I apologize for that. I was also kind of a jerk. Not really, not really, because you expect it's prof, it's called professionality, is what it or professional is that even a word? <laughs> What'd you say, babe? Professionalism. Professionalism. All you yeah. did was say, "Hey, man, we stuck to this time," and I tried to pull out all the excuses because I was lazy and tired and sick. And you were like, "All you did was you sent me a screenshot of the agreed upon time, and I turned into a little bitch." But you know what? It, you did nothing wrong. Okay. In fact, for the listeners listening at home, Nathan Holtz. If I could get cheesy for a second, ever since I've met you has been one of the best people to me in my life. I remember when I left Sioux Falls and I did a stand-up comedy goodbye show, I sobbed like a child in front of all these comedians because, and, and still to this day, you're like, you check up on me, you know? And 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 uh, for anybody that has depression, anybody that has, you know, moments where they just hate themselves for, for so many reasons, to get that random text or phone call from you which is always so good. And then like, no matter how mad I could possibly be at you, this, this podcast is, is such good therapy for me to talk to you. It really is. You're just a great guy. You're just a great guy. You're, 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 you, you are, are wonderful. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. You're wonderful. You're wonderful. I love talking to you. You're such a sweet person. You're such a sweet person. I'm so glad that you found Catherine and Catherine found you. And now you have Ellie. We have the L's Bells. You have L's She's Bells and you have Peanut the Cat. Peanut the Cat. You guys really do need to get a dog. No. It, no. Is somebody allergic and I forgot? I don't like licking. Oh, you don't like the licking? That's how they give you kisses. I, I know. And I hate it. 
and I can handle like one or two licks, but it's they just don't stop. I'm a very I'm a very sweet person to lick, apparently, <laughs> and so dogs just love to lick me. I don't like licking. Uh, also, my schedule doesn't allow for it. Like I'm gone a lot of times, ten hours a day. Oh and so, yeah. Same with my wife. So it's not fair to a dog. And then we'd have to let them stay outside. And I don't think, I don't like that either. I know dogs are meant to be outside, but it's. They're not meant to be outside. They're meant to be inside on sucks. furniture, I think. I think that just sucks. <laughs> I don't think I'd, I could take care of a dog with my personal, with my current lifestyle. No, I hear you. That's how I feel. That's actually That's really smart. Because I actually have to work enough that I hate putting my dogs in the kennel for as long as I do. But the reason yeah. I don't feel bad about it is because my pit bull, who's the biggest one, I got her the biggest kennel you could possibly get. Like, I got her a kennel that's meant for, like, a St. Bernard or a Great Dane. But she still, yeah. she still, even though she's 70 pounds, she curls up into the tightest ball when she sleeps. Yeah. So I know that she has tons of room in that kennel. Plus, she's been used, she's been used to that life for, like, three years now. But I guarantee you when I'm not at work, she's out of that kennel. And once I move into a new apartment, which, thank you, Joe Biden, for your stimulus check that's going to enable my fiancé and I to get our own place... Um, she's in South Dakota. <laughs> Probably not. No, sir. <laughs> Devin's doing really, really well with his company. Um, I mean, things okay. could change. You never know. You never know. But he's doing yeah. really, really well with his company. And uh, we just um, I just want to be able to have a two bedroom apartment where they can have free reign and I can let them be out while I'm at work. Because the only reason they're in their kennel at work is because I have a roommate and I don't you know, you just don't know who could come in and out and all that stuff. But I look forward to them having a lot more room eventually, because so, they literally mean the world to me. My fiance is the most important person in the world to me, followed very closely by my dogs. So. Yeah, I have a hard time distributing like who I love more. Like <laughs> Ellie or like your wife, my, you mean? <laughs> my wife, my, my kid, my cat, my country. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of C's. I think you could have... Uh, you could probably look. I think you are allowed to put your wife and your daughter together. They can yeah, count as the number one. And my cat, my cat is a lot. She's she's part of it. Here's the thing: my cat has always been my wife's cat, and now, now that Ellie's kind of also my wife's kid, <laughs> kind of. Peanut, <laughs> he just goes. She prefers he just goes, mom. Just because Ellie's kind of also my wife's kid. Uh, she came out of your wife. Yes, that's her kid. No. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But I mean, like. Personality-wise, she wants mama more often. You know, wait till she's a teenager like, and you say yes to everything. You're going to be the favorite. I know. I, I think I will be the favorite, and I'm just biding my time, right? Just like, uh, just like uh, Kamala Harris, just biding. Time. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. Did you see that video of Joe tripping on the stairs up to the plane like four times? No. Oh, poor guy. He really is. Just, I don't watch. He really is. I don't watch. Old. I don't. I try not to. I try. I learned this with Trump. I just don't want to care what the president does. That's probably made you such a happier person. <laughs> it has. It absolutely has. I don't have to. I don't have to worry about it. You know what's so funny uh, is I spent so much of my life and my upbringing looking at Joe Biden as a villain, and I've just never been more happy to have him as my president. And it's not just because he bought me off with a fourteen hundred dollars stimulus. It's <laughs> he just seems like such a good person. Like I was watching something today, and he's talking about how Asian hate is never okay, and, and I'm just sitting there going, God, could, could I ever? picture trump making that speech uh, no. i just don't it's not no, even no, no, no. a knock on him it's just he just doesn't have the they capacity gave to us do the kung that. flu <laughs> oh yeah he Jeez would call it kung Louise. flu or something <laughs> but the other Louise. thing about him is he's just he's just so incapable of showing any kind of of uh, what's the word empathy 
like i remember when the coronavirus thing first happened i remember there was some one of his supporters was just like all he's got to do is get on tv give a great speech and just be empathetic about it and the he couldn't do it he just couldn't do it no and i i no. i don't want to make this a because he doesn't have Trump empathy thing. no he doesn't but it's just it was just so amazing to watch biden say that and the thing about biden is i just like i'm just so glad that I'm just so glad he's there. Like, I just needed that sort of, like, adult figure in the room, you know? And uh, even if he is losing <laughs> his mind, even if it's like, okay, Grandma, let's get you to bed. But, uh, yeah, he's just a, he's just, I, 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 I hope that one day I can shake his hand and tell him in his face that I voted for you. And it was the first time I ever voted for a member of your party, and it won't be the last because of you. Because of how you conduct yourself as a human being. That's what I'd like to tell him. But, hell no. Maybe he listens to the podcast. Yeah, Joe Biden. Absolutely. <laughs> What's up, Bidey? What's up, dude? <laughs> no, but, no what's up? but not to be uh, dark humor or anything, but what you said is probably true. Kamala Harris is just biding her time because I, <laughs> I have a feeling she will be the 47th president of the United States. I really do. Come hell or high water. And the first American, African-American president and the uh, first African-American woman president. And uh, the first Asian president as well. Yeah. That would be something. I, but I don't think she's going to get in because she gets elected. I, I don't want to sound morbid and sad, but just the more I see Joe, I just feel like she's probably going to finish out his term. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so awful to say. That, that's, that sounds that's so what, awful. I don't mean it to sound so awful, but I really do think she's going to finish out his term. So Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to speculate. Yeah. Because I don't I don't speculate well. Oh my god, can I say something that's made me laugh so hard? I already know you've heard this because you saw me post about it on Instagram, but I was, I was watching Saturday Night Live, and they talked about how Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, looks like the human version of Mo, the bartender from The Simpsons. <laughs> I, cannot, I cannot unsee it now. And this is going to sound terrible, but I really want him to have jaundice so I can just really see it, you know? Like uh, <laughs> we can change, we can change the color on your computer. Oh yeah, you we know can. I mean? Yeah, we that's can. right, you can. But God, if you look at to... Andrew Cuomo, he literally does look just like Mo. It's so funny. <laughs> oh my God! Thank God for humor. Humor got us through 2020. Truly, what? We don't know how to end this podcast anymore. Yeah, folks, we used to do the, at the end what made us cry, but we're going to start doing that at the beginning because it really brings out great organic conversation. But uh, yeah. I guess the best way to close it down is just to be like, hey, everybody, have a great rest of your week. Get your vaccine. What, if you can. When you can, don't if take you it can. From, don't, don't try to take it from someone else. Yeah, don't but, steal it. It's yeah. not like candy from a baby. You can't just do that, and it's okay. So, Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> don't be like that guy in Wisconsin that stole like 90 of them. Is just going to be super? Is he going to be like super, super repellent for the virus? No, I, I think I, he stole them because he thought it was all kooky nonsense, and then he like uh, they basically uh, were not usable anymore because he unrefrigerated them. Yeah, yeah, it was a, another weird story. I cannot wait for the Time Life coffee table book about 2020 and COVID. It's going to be a hell of a memory trip. <laughs> going to be a hell of a memory Jeez. trip. I just want to stop living through history. I know, but it's so crazy how history does repeat itself, because the last time this happened was, wasn't it, uh, well, there was one that went around during the year Woodstock happened, but the last one that was this bad was 1919, the, the, the Spanish flu, they called it, so 
It's just crazy. Again, more racist flus. More racist flus. Why not just call it the the, the nicer, the nicest part of Western Europe flu? Like they. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that's the nicest part of Europe. I've never been. But I'll tell you what, if I ever do go, it's going to go to England so I can see those fabulous queens perform. Also, I didn't mention this earlier, but my favorite that I wanted to win from the beginning won. So That's a big deal. It is a big deal. and uh, oh, I, I so like good. it when you call it on those shows. I love it when it's like your favorite wins. Yes. And, it's, and, it, and, the, and, and they deserved it. Because sometimes oh, I'll have a, my favorite and they won't deserve to win. You know what oh, I mean? Oh God, yeah. That that usually happens to me with elections. <laughs> 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 but no, this was really good. Thanks for letting me talk about Drag Race for a quarter of the podcast again. That's totally cool, man. That's what made you cry, it, and that's good. It did. But I love you, buddy. That's important. I love you, buddy. My my battery on my computer just I for, completely forgot to plug it in. It's like your battery's about to die. <laughs> so, that's why if you heard a chime right there, that's what that was. But. Um, <laughs> All right, man. Well, we'll uh, see you next week. I love you, buddy, and I and I just hope you know how much I appreciate you and everything you do and all the kindness you've shown me in our in our wonderful almost decade now of friendship. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I lo- I lost my patience with you. <laughs> Please, you losing your patience is like Mother Teresa losing her patience. It's like okay, that wasn't as bad as you think it was. <laughs> trust, <laughs> trust me. So I I I. I uh, before I responded, I wrote a lot of drafts and a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would have deserved it. I honestly would have deserved it. And the thing that really bothered me was I completely forgot. I did think in my mind it was eleven at night, but I should have been smart enough to be like, it's probably eleven in the morning because it's a Saturday and he doesn't work, John. So I I just and so when I completely forgot, I got embarrassed. My pride got hurt, and when my pride gets hurt, I turn into a real dick. So, but I'm so sorry. But I love you. I don't want you. I don't. I don't. I don't want to let you go. But we gotta go now. All right, we gotta go. Give Catherine my love and give Ellie a kiss for me and give Peanut a nice scratch. Okay. I will. I will. You. T- you do the same to all your puppers. I will. And Devin. I will. Absolutely. I want you to give him a nice scratch for you. <laughs> all right. Oh, I me. will. <laughs> <laughs> for Devin, I mean, yeah. Feel. Feel better anyway. Oh, thanks, buddy. I already do feel better because you are. Uh, your positivity is infectious. You have a wonderful day, okay? (laughs) All right, bye. Thanks for listening to the Town Crier Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and find us on Facebook and whatnot. We'll have episodes for you next week.